The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast. I am Jordan Hall, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Brooke Destra. We are live at Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. Brooke, September is just about here, Woo! which means Flyers training camp is not far off in the distance. So before you know it, uh, the guys are going to be on the ice, and the season is going to be getting closer and closer. So we thought, let's look at three Flyers that have the most to prove this season. Uh, and then on another edition of Flyers Talk, we'll go with three Flyers with the most to lose potentially this season. So um, a little predictions here, and we're going to go from three to one. So, Brooke, let's start with you, your third Flyer with the most to prove this season. So as you know, Jordan Hall, do I ever really number these? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. Um there's, I think there's a clear number one, so I'll save him for last. Okay. But, you know, three and two, I feel like it's – he can kind of toss them up. You know, I feel like everybody in some way, not to have that cliche, does have something to prove in one way or another. Yeah. In a rebuild, everybody has to prove why they need to stay on this team. It's plain and simple. So, um, number three, I'm going with Morgan Frost. Okay. Because I want this kid – I say that as if he's not like just like two years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you were also a kid. No, okay, I'm kidding. A, no, <laughs> I want him to come out of the gate just exactly where he left off last season. Um, the turn of the calendar year, he had most points on, on the roster and it kind of made you wonder going into this off season. Okay. Is this, him stepping up to the plate is this finding his groove is this him like is it a little fluky you don't really know what's going on and i just want him to come out of the gates being like this is who i am this is the kind of player you should expect from me lock me down as number two center like i i want that for him so badly and i, I want that for the team <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because I just, I really just want so many like fun moments throughout the season. And you've seen the kind of flashiness that he can possess in his game that can make somebody, you know, turn their head with a replay and go, oh, you know what? This, this kid's kind of, he's good. Yeah. I want that throughout the entire season. So I'm going to go with Morgan Frost. Not that he really has something to prove. I feel like he proved it toward the second half of last season. I just want a continuation of that and more progress. Morgan Frost. And, no, that's a good one. Probably a guy that is going to continue to think he always has to prove things. I think the Flyers still want to see more from him, even though on that prove it deal last year, he proved a lot. I mean, one of the best players from January 1st on. And I think he uh, at least 
gave the Flyers a strong indication that he can be a part of this moving forward. But I still think John Tortorella wants to see more. I think the new front office wants to see more. And he still needs a contract, Brooke. I mean, that tells you a lot that uh, they're probably negotiating and trying to figure out what's the best for Morgan Frost and for the team. Um, And to see, can he still prove more before they commit to him long term? I think that's probably a debate right now between uh, Morgan Frost's party and the Flyers. So a very good candidate there. Brooke, I'm... No, go ahead. (laughs) I think he's just going to have a great season. Yeah. So putting it out in the universe, prove it to everybody else, Morgan. Yeah. Prove what? I don't know. Yes. Just go for it. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, now it's time to see what he can do next. What's the next gear for Morgan Frost? uh, And how can he further prove that he can be a part of this rebuild? Yeah. Brooke, I'm going with a player much older than Morgan Frost. At number three, I'm going Cam Atkinson. Oh, you stole my second Yes, there one. we go. I figured <laughs> I figured Cam Atkinson might have been uh, a pick for both of us. I have him at number three uh, for, obviously, some clear reasons. Uh, he missed all of last season with a real serious injury to his neck. He's 34 years old. He has two more years left on his contract. Uh, it's a $5.875 million cap hit. So I think he has a ton to prove. In terms of his health, can he be reliable and consistently healthy? And then what can he do production-wise? Can he still be a guy that's going to score 20 goals? Uh, Can he be uh, that consistent, all-out, tinier, but kind of fearless goal scorer that he prides himself on being? And if he proves himself, he could be a guy that, the Flyers feel like can kind of steward this rebuild forward, kind of leave an impact on on their younger players as this rebuild moves forward. Or I think if he's looking like himself, improving himself, he could be incredibly attractive at the trade deadline. I think contending teams would love a guy like him if he's looking like his old self, if he's proving himself healthy and consistently productive again. I mean, who wouldn't want a guy that scored 40 goals in his career one time uh, 40 plus, I should say, 41 at one point, 2018 19. I was going to say that's still fairly recent. Too, still fairly career. recent, not not too far off uh, in the past. And he's a great locker room guy. Uh, he's established. He's been in the playoffs. I just think he would be great for a contending team uh, if he's showing that he can be like himself again. So, K. Mackinson, for those reasons, I have as the uh, third flyer with the most approved this year. Yeah, and it just kind of bounced off that since he was the next guy I was going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, good segue. I mean, you covered pretty much all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that he wants to prove it to the city and to mm-hmm. the fans that I'm here, I want to play, I want to, you know, contribute as much as I can. He is the oldest active player on the roster, too, when you look at it. And that's kind of crazy because born in 89 like that's not it's yeah. <laughs> not too long yeah <laughs> um but you're gonna want him to step up to i'm gonna have so i caught myself i was gonna have a baseball pun because i'm so <laughs> step up to in. the plate <laughs> <I'm> so, yeah <laughs> so locked in on phillies right yes. now too <laughs> that i caught myself yeah, i was like, like wrong ooh, wrong sport bro <laughs> no. um i just think that he's he's aware of the status of the team, obviously, but also where fans are kind of in this weird limbo of, yes, I want to watch. Yes, I want this team to be good. How can I still, you know, 
connect and be present with this hockey team that's in a rebuild. And I think, you know, he comes out, you know, guns ablazing, locked in, kind of being that player that you remember from the 18-19 season. If nobody's expecting him to come out after this serious injury with 40-plus goals, like that's, come on, have realistic expectations. Um, But even if he comes and contributes, you know, 20, 25, that's even really great. Yeah. So I, I think he just has a lot to prove as a whole. And again, I, I'm always rooting for these players. Like I, I never am I saying something. I'm like, I want it to crash and I want it to burn. Yeah. Never. Like I want everybody to succeed. And that might just be all sunshine and rainbows and all of that stuff. But you want your team <laughs> to succeed. You want good players on your team. So I hope that he rises to the occasion. I'm sure that it's going to be a really exciting feeling for him to be able to be back on the ice after all of this time. And he's going to come in with that mentality. You know, I, I got to prove myself. Why am I still here? And I want to be here. So. Atkinson probably has a ton to prove to himself too. For sure. He got emotional at the end of the season uh, in April at his exit interview. Uh, He fought back tears talking about what he went through with his neck injury last season. Uh, You can tell it, it took a toll on him mentally and physically and, so I think even his inner belief, he he wants to prove to himself that he can get back out there, play, be productive, be a part of something. Um, and he's a guy that I think really likes being in Philadelphia and wants to be here. But I think he would also understand if he's producing and he's doing well and the team wants to supplement the rebuild even more at the trade deadline whenever that gets here. I think he would be open to maybe going to a contending team and getting a shot at maybe winning. I mean, he's 34 yeah. years old. He, I think he understands the stage uh, at which he is in his career and uh, the chance to win is pretty precious. I, so I think he would love to prove to himself and maybe other teams too, that uh, he could be, you know, helpful uh, to a team that's looking to win eventually. Yeah, We're rooting for you, Cam. Yeah. Cam Atkinson, good guy. Uh, just seeing what he went through last year from the human element of it. Oh, you yeah. hope he's okay. Absolutely. And you hope he can play because he's a fun player. He's a good guy to be around. And I think a good guy, for some of the younger players on the roster. Catch all the sports action and more at Rivers Casino, Philadelphia. Whether it's the money line or the pass line, there's something for everyone, including a great sports book. Rivers Casino, Philadelphia. Philly loves a winner. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Brooke Desher, number two flyer with the most approved this season. Who are you going with? I just did it. Cam Atkinson. <laughs> You know, it's so Hello. funny. I thought we were talking about mine. I was like, okay, we're talking about Atkinson. No, I had him we, at three. We merged. So, Brooke, you already had your number two. I, we are rolling. You looked we at me rocking. like my head was on sideways. I, I was, was like, like, do I need to just pick another player yeah. out of thin air? Because I will. <laughs> that is honestly too funny. So, Brooke is going with Cam Atkinson at number two. Your I number, had him at your number two, Jordan. So, Hall. let's get right into my number two. <laughs> I got Brooke, another guy that's kind of in. The same skates as Cam Atkinson, Sean Couturier, um, an established veteran forward who is also coming off some serious injury problems. Um, I think he has a ton to prove. He even said it at the end of the season. Uh, his quote was, going into this offseason, motivated and with a lot to prove coming into next year. I think he wants to prove a ton to people uh, in hockey circles, fans, and I think ultimately probably wants to prove to himself that he can still play this game at a high level. So, uh, if you don't know about Couturier's story, let's hit it in a nutshell. Had the two back surgeries. He hasn't played since December 2021. 
So come October, come the season opener, he'll have gone almost 22 months since he last played a game. Which is crazy. Which is pretty nuts. Uh, for a guy that's won a Selkie trophy, um, is being paid top dollar, top dollar, excuse me. Top dollar. Top dollar. <laughs> um, so he'll be going <laughs> Ben Barrett. <laughs> Their podcast producer um, yes. got a kick out of that. A little one. chiming in there. <laughs> uh, but Couturier is in year two of an eight year, $62 million contract. He's got a no move clause. Uh, he is making elite uh, money. Uh, it's a high you know, profile player type of contract. So he knows he wants to prove what he can do. And um, I mean, gosh, I think he wants to prove it to everyone. I, I can't think of a guy. I have one guy that I think needs to prove more. We'll get into that. But. Katori, I think, has to be up there at Brooke. Absolutely. And and I can't stress this enough. Before Katori's injury, he was one of the top two-way, offensively defensive-minded forwards in the league. Yeah. That's why he won the Selkie. Hello. <laughs> but also, that's why he earned the contract. You know, you can never predict injuries of this magnitude i don't think you know four years ago anybody would have expected that honestly that the roster in general would look like it does right now but katoria specifically not having him these past two years really was a huge hole in this roster because you know you, you kind of look back and you're like ah, oh, you had you had jeru you had katoria you had Voracek. And everyone's like, yeah, well, they're aging veterans. Who cares? I care. <laughs> I care because that's what I grew up with. So <laughs> let me live. Yes. Um, but you just want Gatore to come out. And again, kind of how it is with Atkinson to come out and prove to himself as well that I'm still the athlete that this team, that this city remembers. Mm. And it's, I do think it's going to take him a decent amount of time to figure it out again because that is a very long time to not <laughs> play at like a professional pace you know yeah. practice is one thing but really getting your legs under you whole different whole different ball game baseball pun there you go Ugh. staying in season <laughs> <laughs> <Call Phil. laughs> yeah. but yeah i just i just think that he's got a lot of proof to himself mm -hmm. and again the city and He's well aware of that. And I think that that's one of my favorite parts about his character is that he has never been a person to be like, yeah, I'm the top guy. I'm really good. I won the Selkie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he's always looking to improve. He's always somebody who praised the players around him for his work ethic and, you know, gets better because of who he plays with. And I think that that is also an element that is really going to benefit these younger guys on the team. Yeah. So, Yeah. Couturier, yeah. rooting for you too, yeah. my guy. <laughs> yeah, he's an important player, I think, for the Flyers in many ways. Uh, his influence on the younger players in the rebuild, and he does have that no-move clause. So he holds the keys. If he wants to be a part of a rebuilding team, he can choose to do that. And I think he wants to be here. I think uh, when he signed his big extension, uh, he talked about being with the Flyers uh, for the rest of his career and for the his entire career, and he said that meant something to him. Uh, Definitely think that's on his mind a little bit. Uh, and I don't think the Flyers are going to be upset if Sean Couturier is healthy and wanting to be a part of this, even if he doesn't exactly fit their timeline. But he is still 30 years old, and that is still the prime age for a lot of players. 
He, of course, has to prove, though, that he can be healthy again and yeah, lots of steps. perhaps maybe right. look like the player he once was or at least be somewhat of the player he once was. And um, even uh, even that would be effective for the Flyers. Uh, Katoria was pretty good. So if he can be just even uh, a shell of it, uh, yeah. I think, would still be uh, valuable to the Flyers. And we'll see where it goes. But I agree. Brooke, number one, who are you taking? Jordan Hall. I want to try something. I'm going to count down. Three, two, one. And we're both going to say our number one person. All right, let's do it. If this is wrong, I'm going to be so embarrassed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be three, two, one player, not three, two, one go player. Yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I feel like you always need to specify. Yeah. Three, two, one. Travis Sandheim. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I was going to say gritty or something just to throw you off, but I was like, no, let's do it. I would have been so upset. Yes. That is just a testament to show how much Travis Sandheim has to prove (laughs) this season. I guess I should talk about it. I was going to say, uh, I'll let you go first. Thank you for listening to the podcast. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I feel like we have talked about Sandheim this offseason at length for a plethora of reasons. I mean, there was times before free agency started where we thought maybe he was even going to be moved. He mm-hmm. may not have even been a flyer before his no uh, trade clause of his contract kicked in. You know, there were so many <laughs> different storylines with Sandheim and he just got, he just got big bucks, yeah, big bucks again. Good for him. Great for his agent, really stressful for everybody else. If he doesn't live up to the expectations that, you know, that's a contract that he received with an entirely different front office. So does the other, does the current front office see him as that same player? Do I think that he has the potential? Yes, I do. It's there. It's somewhere. I feel like there's just a weird mental confidence block in him. And there's a lot of contributing factors that could, you know, attest to this whole situation. I mean, last season was not ideal for many people, the franchise itself, the team, the players, you know, that again, the human aspect of it, he could very well have been severely affected by that all, you know, Um, (laughs) I just, for somebody making as much as he is, I need him to prove that he is a top pair caliber defenseman because you don't want to pay somebody $8 million to be on the second line. Yeah. So that's, that's really where I'm at with that. And there were so many like sparks in the beginning of his career that made you go, man, like this is, this kid's going to be good. And he still can be, I just think he needs to, have the opportunity to flourish kind of be trusted more with his game see where another season under Tortorella kind of takes him and with the first year of the rebuild just you know you really can tell is he going to I mean (laughs) we we don't really have a choice he's we got a no trade clause yeah (laughs) so he is a picture (laughs) big picture player (laughs) yeah so he's got to he's got to earn it and he's got to prove it and while he has the most to prove this season, I also think he is the player that has the most to lose as well. That's, you know, that's a good one. like it, it's very deep. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's Travis Sanheim. Just prove me wrong. That's my yeah. favorite thing. I never like speaking negatively about players because I want everybody to succeed. I would love 
be on this podcast at the end of next season and be like, man, Travis Sanheim, that dude really stepped up. Yeah. That's my goal. That's what I want. I'm going to stop talking now. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. No, it's, I mean, I, I think Travis Sanheim would probably agree with us that he has a lot to prove this year. Um, it's not like we're being mean or, or, or uh, kind of, you know, picking on him or anything. Uh, it's just clear cut that uh, he has a lot to prove this season. Uh, it, I think it says a lot that both of us picked him a number one on a team, like you said, in a rebuild where like everyone has things to prove. So this one is really tough to kind of whittle it down to three guys. Uh, for Sanheim to be atop our list, uh, I think says a lot. Um, and for so many reasons, is a guy that yep. has a lot to prove. Eight-year, $50 million contract kicks in this season. And he's coming off a down year where I think a lot of people were expecting much, much more, even himself. And Brooke, for me, if there's a player, if there's a player's game that hinges on confidence the most, it's like it's him. Yeah. Uh, when he's confident and he's going, like he takes off and it and he keeps taking off. And then when when he's struggling and he's fighting confidence, it snowballs and it's tough for him to stop it from snowballing. And I feel like I feel like we've seen that in past seasons where he's had down years and it, he just never really gets it back on track, or he's had years where he's winning most improved player and best defenseman on the team like two years ago. So I think it's a guy that just has really fought it mentally here. And I think he just needs a reset. I think resetting and restarting this offseason can help. Mm-hmm. He's a flyer now. He was not moved in the offseason. He was not traded. Yes, his name was floated out there. That is the reality of a team that's rebuilding. That's uh, life of life in hockey. Uh, your name is going to be talked about. There's going to be conjecture. You need to deal with it. I think a reset can be good for him. And I'm with you, Brooke. I'm just not ready to give up on him. I think there's still a ton there. Former first round pick. He's 27. Uh, and yeah, he is locked up here. So we'll see what happens with Travis Sanheim. But he's definitely in that gray area because of his age and his contract and it's a rebuild. Yeah. So it's like he's a tweener. It's like, does is, is does he not fit the timeline or is he like a young player? He's like right in between. Um, I think it's a guy that people need to figure out about. I think the organization wants to figure out who he is. Fans want to see who he is, and I think he needs to prove to himself kind of what kind of, excuse me, what kind of player he is, uh, you know, in the NHL. And the reason I have him before Katoria and Atkinson broke is Katoria and Atkinson have established themselves as NHLers. Mm-hmm. They haven't played for a while because of injuries. That's why they need to prove themselves. I don't think Sandheim's really established who he is yet. Right. Uh, so that's the biggest. Crisis. Yeah, that's the reason I think he kind of jumps those two in my eyes for most to prove is, uh, yeah, very much needs to identify who he is. And I think one of the other biggest things that I hear is, oh, he just got paid the big bucks. He's got the contract. He's got everything he wants. He's not going to live up to it. You know, like he got the money. Now it's whatever you get is what you get. He's not that kind of person. He does not have that kind of mentality, nor does a lot of athletes across Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. You know, like you make the money you earned and then you're going to keep living up and trying to surpass surpass that expectation. And I think, you know, if we were speaking to Travis Sanheim right now, he would honestly and openly say, I'm not living up to what I expect for myself. And that's why there is, you know, a mutual respect in that regard where everybody kind of knows the status that he should be at, including himself. And he's going to work hard to prove that he deserved that contract. He deserves this span in Philly and hopefully he does really figure things out along this season. And like you said, can kind of establish who he is as an NHLer. Yeah. And I remember John Tortorella at one point last year said uh, that they thought 
they see a lot in him. Like they're like, Hey, we're going to keep working on this guy. Like we, we just see the potential. We see the upside him and Bradshaw, the associate head coach that works with the D men uh, that you could tell they just, they really saw kind of untapped potential. So they're eager to work with them and perhaps getting, you know, getting a couple of veterans around them and maybe taking a little bit of pressure off his shoulders uh, and a reset most importantly can help him. Um, but an important guy, an important player mm-hmm. with a ton to prove. And I think, uh, he probably knows it going into this yeah. season. To keep things going, we believe in you, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. want you to succeed. Yeah. No, there's. I'm keeping the trend with the podcast. Yeah, so. there you go. I want everybody to succeed. Yeah. I want a good hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> Following a good hockey team, not bad. Um, it's just an idea. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I think uh, folks that have followed uh, Sandheim, uh, got people like Gus that have watched them for. A long time going back to his days as a prospect, uh, know the potential that's there, and um, we'll see if he can reach it. If he can start to look more like the player that a lot of people envisioned, anything's possible. Yes, <laughs> set your mind to it. There you go. It's a dream. Believe you can, and you're halfway there. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Motivational speaking Stop here. Me. Stop me when you want. From Brooke to. <laughs> Destra, you're going to get flyers analysis and motivational uh, messages from Brooke Destra. Crazy on the Flyers Talk Two podcast. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. I, no, all good. Brooke Tesher, thank you so much. As always, great seeing you, great chatting with you. A ton to talk about with the Flyers as this training camp and the season, preseason, all that fun stuff gets closer and closer. We'll have more. As we said, we'll look at uh, next podcast. We'll look at three Flyers with the most to lose potentially next season. Uh, but it was fun looking at guys with the most to prove. Brooke, yeah. thank you so much. As always, a big thank you to Ben Barry, our podcast producer and guru. And Flyers fans, of course, as always, thank you so much for listening to the latest Flyers Talk podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, please rate and listen. And we can't wait to talk to you next time. Yeah.